honk my hooter. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This, two, is one. The Real Brian Show. Today, today, we talk Star Wars theme park. Steam, yes. Entitlement. Star Wars theme park entitlement? Entitlement. World War II and Pussycats. Shustings. You Americans are all entitled. Let us rock it. Let us rock. We have commandeered our show, and our comrades, Night Fox and Real Brian here, are tied up. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> this is Nero. <laughs> I, uh, I got to get my accents down a little better, though, because like, my... I, I love my accents, but, you know, we got to get them down a wee bit better. That is my favorite intro. Yes. Favorite intro. Hello. Hello. Hello, Christopher. This is Night Fox. This is Night Fox. Yeah. Hello, Night Fox. I'm I'm the real Brian. Hello. Live long and prosper. Real Brian. Real Brian. Welcome to the show. We are so excited you're here. And yes, we are talking about uh, and some uh, a lot of stuff today. World War Two. Why are we talking World War Two? Well, because there's a story behind it. Trust me. Don't fret. And Disney. Oh my gosh. Disney and Star Wars put together a new theme park, which I can't wait to talk about because oh 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 entitlement. Omg. Omg. Star Wars Entitlement. Star Wars Entitlement. We're going to talk about that. I don't know what that means, but we'll figure that one out later. Um, and, and dude, did you know? Did you know that yesterday was Miss Light's birthday? Did you know that? No. It's a big year. Oh. Yeah. The big 3 Yes. Is it the 10th anniversary of the big 3 So, yeah, man. Disney. Let, let's, let's talk Star Wars Entitlement here. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars Entitlement. <laughs> There's something to be said about this, right? We are entitled to episode eight being spectacular. And if it is not, I am going to hunt down J.J. Abrams with my katana or my lightsaber. I'm going to hunt down uh, George Lucas. Oh, it's all George Lucas's fault, right? Yes. Or is it Jar Jar's fault? Let's blame it on Jar Jar. Because George, but Jar Jar is a creation of George Lucas. So it's true. It's George Lucas's fault. What is what is even the fault anyway? Is there even anyone's what? Yeah, it's just Jar Jar. Uh, Mr. Jaja Pinks. No. Mr. Yamba Servant. Obi. Oh, Annie. Mr. Buster with happiness singers again. Mr. Grand does this and then the boom. Make it stop. I. Uh, Horrible. Horrible character. <laughs> you, sir. Star Wars entitlement. No. Star Wars inspired themed resort at Walt Disney World. You're going to immerse yourselves entirely once you come in. So you actually enter, you become part of a Star Wars story, you become a quote citizen of the galaxy and you experience all that that entails. You have to put on a costume. You have to dress up in the proper attire. Do you really? You will discover a starship alive with characters, stories and adventures that unfold all around you. It is 100% immersive and the story will touch every single minute of your day. 
It will culminate in a unique journey for every person who visits. So here's what I want. Slow down for a second. Dude, are you for real? Do you have to dress up? You attire yourself in the proper attire. That is beautiful. <laughs> you, you attire you, yourself you. in the attire. <laughs> hmm. I'm really excited, though, about this idea. I really want to go visit. How yes, much you want to bet this is going to be a ridiculous price, and you will probably wait in line for years. Yeah, I bet you that place is going to be packed. How about hired Twi'lek masseuses? Who was Jabba the Hutt's assistant? I know the Twi'leks. Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Hi, Bib. Hi, Bib. This is Nero. Hello. So he came out with funny. You know, Luke comes in, goes down, and then the next and then the next scene comes in, and it's Nero in Jabba's palace. Hello. And he's like, And you're like, hello, Bib. Hello. I'm Nero. <laughs> and then you got Salacious Crumb over there. <laughs> oh, Kawakian monkey lizards are my favorite. Tell me this. Tell me this. How do we know who Bib Fortuna is when nobody mentions his name in the first place at all? We're geeks. We like to research this nerd. Whatever. Geek. Nerd. I don't care. Anyway, the Star Wars thing, man. I'm excited about this. Of course, as we learn more and as we go there as part of a sponsored Real Brian show, you know, like vacation, we'll definitely report back. It'll be amazing, dude. I can't wait. I, but starships. So are we going to go like on a, an Imperial star cruiser? Are we going to go on a Mon, you know, a, a Mon, Mon Calamari? So from my understanding, there is a full life-size Millennium Falcon that you get to go dude. on. Dude. Dude. X-Wings. Can you like sleep there on the Millennium Falcon, not the X-Wing? Well, I don't know. Maybe you should call Disney and ask them to put that feature in there. That'd be so cool. I, I'm excited. I about mean, this. that'd be awesome. You know, you've got the Animal Kingdom. So it's you stay in a hotel right there with all the animals. That would be actually pretty cool if you could stay in Star Wars theme based oh, yeah. rooms. Or your own little miniature Star Wars ship hotel room. That would be awesome. You could sell stay in a cell block one one three eight? Yes. So speaking of rides, dude. Rides or riots? Rides. Rides. Rides and not riot. Like like 20 miles. Exactly. That way. Let me tell you about a ride that I got to go on. This was exciting. So we were talking World War II a little bit last week. Was it the teacups? It was a small world after all. Okay. Yeah. Spoiled it, man. Thanks. Uh, No, this is not like an actual ride. This was a flight. A couple weeks ago, they had this. Dumbo? Dang it. You, man, you got to stop spoiling my story, man. I mean, <laughs> no, I... Was this at Disney? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. We were talking World War II last week when you were bringing up the zookeeper's wife. Yeah. Did you and, watch it? And No, no, not yet. I, we will. No, 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 no zookeeper for me. Oh, we're right on no. key with each other every time. No. No, this was so cool. So there is a foundation that restores World War II planes, and they were at one of our local airports a couple of weeks ago. So, you, you know, you can go through and you can see them, take pictures, tour them and that kind of thing. But I actually got to go up on a flight in the Boeing B-17 Flying Fortress, oh, man. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Dude. Did okay. you get to drop a bomb? Uh, I wa- There were bombs in there. Did you get to shoot the gun? Yes. You did not. I, I did. There were no bullets in it, but there were there. So there were actually bombshells. Did you feel like a little like kid again? Cases, dude. Yeah. Like the bombs in the bomb bays. Uh, so here's the deal. Let me tell you about all. Oh, let me, let me do. Oh, was it bombastic? Oh, it, bombastic. Yes, it was. For those of you who don't know what a B-17 is, it's a World War II bomber. 
basically a flying tank built like in the 30s and 40s. It's in between the B-16 and the B-18. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it, uh, look it up, by the way, if you ever get a chance. It's one that has like all the guns all over. You got the top gunner, the belly gunner, the nose gunner, the tail gunner, you know, the side gunners. And then, of course, you've got the bombs. Four engine prop. They have, uh, you get to go on a ride up there. You know, they they fly around, you know, probably one to 3,000 feet above the ground. So it's not like you're up at, at altitude. But here's the cool part. So they've got, I think there were 11 of us passenger wise. They've got the troop bay in the back and then the tail gunner, which was blocked off, unfortunately. And then you walk like around. It's amazing how cramped these things were. I didn't realize that until you get inside of one. You walk around the belly gunner and then you're in the radio room. Appropriately, I was in there. And then there's the the radio seat. And then, of course, just some area. And then you walk through the bomb bay and then into the uh, the top gunner which then goes up and you're in the cockpit. And then if you were to go down and crawl through like this child size crawl space, you enter into the nose, which is actually like a pretty spacious little room where you sit and sit there and, you know, pilot the, the you guns. lay down while you're in there. No, no, it's like, you're actually up and sitting. So let me ask you this. Yeah. While the propellers going on the front, mm-hmm. there is a propeller on the front. There's right? four engines with like propellers. The nose. Not on the nose. These are four on the wing. So those planes that had the propellers on There's the front. There's someone on the wing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Something. Yes. The propellers are going. How did they shoot their guns through those? You know what I'm talking about? They don't. The guns are not on the wing. There's some planes, though, where the gun was directly behind the propeller. I have no idea. I wonder if it was timed, like, perfectly. I have no idea. I wasn't on that one. That was a P-51, I think. But no, I was in the... So the gun was on the nose. The propellers were on the wing. Now, granted, the top gunner. And you remember in Indiana Jones when uh, Henry Jones shoots the tail? You know what I'm talking about? He's like, son, I'm sorry. They got us. Did you say shingles? Do you remember that one? He's like, anyway, so I'm shingles. I'm up on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm standing in the top gunner and I look back and the guns are pointed, you know, to the after the plane. And I'm looking at this. I'm going. Dude, if I were to turn wrong, that machine gun is going to take out the tail. How did they avoid that? Mm. Interesting. Maybe there was a stop. Maybe. That's actually a really good point. Dude, the belly gunner, small people cramped. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yes, they have these 50 cal machine guns that are on the side. And, of course, there's no bullets. But, you know, you could move them around and and aim at things. It was really cool. I was like, this is actually a really nice little system because, you know, it's it's whatever i don't know what the system's called but moves nice and easily and it also has like a uh, a little bit of a rock to it so you can have that you know when the thing's moving you get that is it like in kickback. star wars sort don't get of. cocky kid that's right i got him oh my it was freaking loud oh and by the way when you're in the radio room there's call it like a sunroof where the you know you can actually pull it back and there's an open space Ooh. So you could hawk a loogie in midair. It was awesome. So it was freaking loud. Should have brought earplugs. Mm -hmm. And not to mention that you're in a freaking metal can. There's no, you really do take modern technology aircraft for uh, granted because, you know, it's kind of loud in the newer aircraft and there's some vibration. But dude, you have no idea how much vibration there is in a plane. Oh, my. And it's like, and so my head is like literally vibrating at high speeds and it was getting a little bit painful after a while but it was rough like i it was interesting we were up for 30 minutes in the air i came down i was beaten exhausted and i thought dude these troops would spend hours in these planes it was a rough ride man it was amazing it's not like the new c-130s 
No. Are the new Airbuses? Flying Fortress. Yeah, dude. Oh, so this thing, man, they kick it up, you know, one engine at a time. They start it. And it shoots out this black and white smoke everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cool. So we're flying all over, you know, the northern Colorado region. And you get to go up in the front, and look around, and then you stick your head up, you know, in the open air. And it's 150 mile an hour winds hitting you. Did you get to fly it? No. 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 What a rip off. I don't think Tell I would want, your want money to. Back. I don't think I would want to. Back. It was amazing though. I got some great pictures. Amazing. That's awesome. And then it was awesome. The B twenty five was there, and the B twenty five was like kind of doing this behind us, where it was like you know, like like an enemy plane would kind of come in back and forth, yeah. and then line up for its shot. It was doing that on purpose. We're like, look, they're coming in for the kill. It was so cool. You know. Oh my gosh, lifetime experience, man. Yeah, I want to go to another, uh, not to another, but I want to go to an air show. Yeah, get to ride in one of the jets because they offer jet rides. It would be fun. I, I thought about, you know, you could go up in like a P50, P-51 or, yeah, some other fighters, but, you know, they're going to do rolls and stuff, and you got to be in kind of prepared shape for that, your equilibrium and constitution and everything. You don't want to chunk midair. No. And apparently... Especially while it's going up. Apparently you do. Like, I've got a, a friend who's an F-15 pilot, and they talk about when they take people up for the first time, of course they screw with them. And it's like, usually everybody blows chunks the first time. Yeah. And I'm just not interested in that. The, uh, the test that you have to go through to go to space... Or, oh my gosh. For being an astronaut. Yeah, the G's. Oh, dude, I could not do the G-Force thing. Even getting on to. any of those carnival rides when the 4th of July was around. Oh, yeah. The ones that spin, even just watching them makes me sick. Like my kids are like, yay, let's go do the teacups. And I'm Daddy. like, oh, God, here comes yeah. this corn dog I just had. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dude, speaking of food, I went. we went to this Indian restaurant that was recommended, luckily. Mm. Luckily, locally. Locally, luckily. I love, I've been to two Indian restaurants in my life and I love that when they say mild and I say, how spicy is it? Oh, not even spicy at all. Like whatever, dude, like nothing. There's like not even heat, no tinge. It's mild like ghost pepper. Mild in Indian means like 911 emergency, dude. <laughs> I come on. I, so I get this goat it's enough to detox your body. It's a goat dish, goat meat, you know? Oh dude, it'll pour some water down your back, man. Oh, cold ice water. So, wow. Wow. Um, I got about maybe five bites into it, and I was in so much excruciating pain, I couldn't finish the dish. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guys, okay, so I guess when you go to an Indian restaurant, expect it to be torturous when it comes to the spice. Now, some people can handle that, and that's fine. Like, I can eat raw ginger and garlic with no problem. But when it comes to pepper spice, I don't tolerate it well. I never have. I don't either. So, Wow. Uh, flavor was good though, but I was a little disappointed. You get goat. It does not say bone in, but it was, and there was more bone and a lot less meat. And so I was not very impressed. You're supposed to eat the marrow. Well, no, you're supposed to soak. You're supposed to like roast your, what do you call it? Like cook your bones in a broth and then the marrow kind of seeps out into the broth and then drink it. Mm-hmm. It's actually really good for you. But you can also take a very small spoon and scoop the marrow out of the center of the bone. I don't think that would have worked on these bones though. However, went to a good Thai place. Well, suck me sideways. I, seriously, man. Honk my <laughs> hooter. I <laughs> We did go to the good Thai place and had a good, really oh, mm, good, good dish with uh, bean sprout noodles and Thai iced tea. Mm, oh. They have this stuff called uh, yeah. pho. Pho? You ever tried it? Is it F-A? Pho? No, it's actually P-H. P-H-O. Oh, pho? But it's pho. It's pronounced pho. Pho. Pho, pho dewey? Pho. Pho dewey? 
There's Fuck. I've got a place down by my work, and the name of this place is called Fud Dong Huang. Fud Dong Huang? Yes. Okay. But it's I've like never a, had that. You take meat, and it's basically in a broth. Uh-huh. It's got some uh, bean sprouts in it, and that's all it is. It's it's broth, onions, bean sprouts, and then your choice of meat. Interesting. But the way they cook it is really good. But yeah, it's called pho. Pho. Don't ever go somewhere and say, hey, give me some pho. Hey, can I have some of that pho, please? I want some of that. I want some of that pho. <laughs> I want some pho right there. You going to give me some pho there? Go in with your ripped off shirt. Yeah. Give me some pho. Give me some of that pho like? right there. Is that pho spicy? Because I'm going to need you to add some of that, you know, um, jalapenos to it or something like that. What do you say in, uh, in, in Vegas vacation? Give me some of the yeller. I'll take some of the blue, too. <laughs> is that bread pudding? That sure looks awfully good. It's extra runny today. That's right. That is <laughs> Go ahead some, and slop it on there. That, there's some of that curry. That's right. Some pho. Now, pho is Vietnamese, right? Pho. Yes. Pho. All right. I'm going to have to try mm. some of that. There was a place here that had pho. Yes. Pho, a while back, and this one dude loved it. And all the other guys used to make fun of it and said, oh, my gosh, it's terrible. Now, I don't know if it's because the place itself just wasn't very good or if they just, you know, couldn't get past their American food. Their American? American. Well, I have some of them, you know, mashed potatoes and gravy and some of them meat and drippings. Yep. <laughs> yeah, grits. Grits. You know, I, I never got into that American stuff. I didn't grow up with grits and, you know, American potatoes and all that damn God, stuff. You know, no, you sound I just, like I, as I, the I, guy from oh, Sling man. Blade. I oh, yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. French fried potatoes. What you doing with French that lawnmower blade, boy? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you with it. No, no, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. And I'll tell you what, no, I got <laughs> I, I go for some of them, you know, like international dishes, like pho. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. So anyway, there you go. You uh, my here's what I'd like to suggest to you restaurant owners, which I know we have like, you know, at least zero listening right now. Don't misrepresent your spice level. Right. Ever. Did you ever see that movie Along Came Polly? Oh, gosh, a long time ago. There's ben, a... Ben Stiller and, and, and what's her name? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Her. Uh-huh. Office Space Girl. Jennifer Aniston. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> Friends. 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 Yeah. yeah. There's a scene in that movie where Ben Stiller and, and her go out on a date and they go to an Indian... Let it rain! It's like a Thai cuisine or an Indian restaurant. Yeah. He's just sitting there like shoveling in his mouth he's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he's sweating profusely <laughs> I, I remember that gets home yeah. or back to her house and completely destroys her bathroom oh yeah that's what i think of when somebody says indian food and i go mm, let's yeah. go get a burger yeah yeah i think i'm afraid the flavor of indian food is exceptional but i just can't personally handle the spice unless it has no spice but i don't think i've i, I don't even know of any indian food that doesn't have spice I'm sure there is, but I've just never had any. I don't know where to find it. I don't know how to find Flavor's a good great. Indian restaurant. Well, see, I, again, I, I love international foods. It's not that. It's the spice for me. So it's like, man, bring on the flavors and, and the unique foods. I will, uh, seriously, I mean, we were talking about all the crazy foods that I've eaten recently. And I eat weird stuff, man. And I'll eat it. I don't care. I don't care if it's, you know, oh, we don't want to tell you what's in that. Dude, just eat, as long as it's not deathly spicy. You, you sound know, like Andrew Zimmern. Harry Potter and the Deathly Spicers. Uh, speaking of Harry Potter, I so get this. Mm. This is interesting. It, I can't, interesting? I can't believe that it's almost August already. Is it interesting? It's interesting, Dagum. You know, so you realize that summer's almost over. Fall's coming. I love oh, fall, though, dude. 
Thank God. I, I, I love summer too, though. I love, I love summer fall too, too, but man, it is and a Christmas. scorcher this it's year. It's been, you know, 285 degrees outside, but Sheesh. Green Butterfly has asked us to do a Harry Potter themed episode at some point. And for me, Harry Potter revolves around because, because of uh, just a lot of the themes in it, like pumpkin juice and they do a lot of fun things. It just reminds me of fall. Yeah. So I thought we're going to do a Harry Potter episode coming up in October, but that's, you know, that's not that far away already. I was just like, oh my gosh. It's oh my couple, gosh. It's a couple months. Going to bring Dobby back on the show. Um, Dobby, sure. I know Daniel Radcliffe has already agreed to be on, so we'll yes. have some fun. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be got, great. We've got Emma Watson coming on. Yeah. Emma's going to be here. So it'll be fun. Um, and then Green Butterfly, too. So it'll be, uh, we'll have a great time. Professor Snape is coming, too, right? I'm not sure he's going to make it, unfortunately. Why not? <sighs> well, in his will, uh-huh. he did say he would have loved to have been on the Robot no, Show. No, he said he will. And and he said, unfortunately, if you're reading this, it's not going to happen. And I'm going to have to, you know, cancel my my interview. I was a little disappointed. Alan Rickman will be here. I tried. I love him, man. He's a great guy. There's Personal no friend of mine was. He'll dig your heart out with a spoon. Why a spoon, cousin? Why not an axe or a knife or something? Because it hurts more, you twit. <laughs> Close the gates, idiots. <laughs> oh, gosh, I love him. I can't, I cannot imitate him, though. I've tried, never I don't worked. think anybody can. Him no. and Christopher Watkins. Guys, I put on my pants the same way as you do. The only difference is I make gold records. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I tried it, man. That's right, Todd. You tell that mean old ocean. <laughs> that wasn't bad, man. That was pretty good. What are you nerding out about this week? Nothing. Because we did not discuss this last week. Absolutely nothing. You're I have not been sitting out. and staring at a wall for the past seven days doing absolutely I, nothing. I figured. Absolutely nothing. I figured. Yeah. Okay. You want to know what I'm nerding out about? What? I'll tell you next week. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, we're not going to be here next week. Uh, we're taking a week off, but I, I am nerding out. Look right there, that backpack. Look at that fancy backpack. That is the Bolt backpack from Waterfield Designs, which is also part of sfbags.com this is courtesy of cj thunder told me about this nice little company hey and cj like, you didn't hook me up bro. i was like dude i need a professional backpack that, i need a professional bag that is ergonomic and uh, heavy duty holy but looks professional crap. at the same isn't that time. awesome yeah that's a beautiful bag you gotta, you gotta go touch my bag you better watch it come come touch my bag i'm actually gonna talk about that because you better watch that bag i'm excited about that don't you steal before it. i leave don't you steal it might don't you steal i it? might just walk out of here i might just feel entitled to take your bag <laughs> oh look a bag it's free i got it right that's mine no it's it not. was sitting here first come first serve that's right dude finders you, keepers losers weepers. Out about okay i am nerding out about trying to improve my personal health so i'm all over the board every single week i've always got something new going on right this week it's eyesight no, this week it's, <laughs> I need your help listeners. Okay. Oh, oh, I do. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Explain personal health. Are we talking about physical health, mental health, spiritual health, all of the physical above? health. So okay. for those that don't know, I had what turned out to be a small injury in the military causing a much larger problem in oh, my life right crap. now. Okay. What went from second and third degree major sprains, torn tendons and ligaments in my ankle has gone to numbness tingling cold and hot spots in my feet lower back pain continuously that spikes all the time trying to counter the weight that i put on one side and putting it on the other which has now caused my hip to rise higher than the other hip Mm -hmm. causing that lower back pain 
pain that uh, shoots every now and then, mm-hmm. I constantly have to move. I have to be changing positions a lot. Hmm. And I understand all too well. Yeah. I don't consider myself overweight by any means. No, not at For all. For my height, I think I'm just nope. fine. I could stand to lose a couple pounds, but I don't think that's my problem. Call it the excess, but definitely you are not overweight. Well, winter's coming. I'm yeah. just getting prepared. Yeah, that's right. So we bought a new bed about six months ago. Okay. It was really comfortable at first. And, and you flipped the mattress ever? You can't. This is one of those oh. one-sided mattresses. Okay. Um, we bought it extra firm hmm. when we, when we got it because it keeps me aligned after six months, this bed is starting to sag, not like massively, but enough that I can tell a difference because I have not been able to stay a back sleeper. I will wake up on my stomach yeah. on my side, something right. And it always throws you out of alignment. I've been trying to do some research to find different beds. You keep seeing ads about purple mattress, ghost bed. Granted, these ones come in a box. The infomercial sells itself. You're like, oh, yes, I want this bed. I want to try this bed. They say it's got something that will line your spine. It helps. Or the the testimonies from people talking about how fantastic these beds are. I don't know. I can't afford to be dropping $1,000, $2,000 every six months on a bed. You shouldn't have to. No. For those of you that have found a great bed or or maybe had back issues, and don't anymore due to the fact that you changed what you're sleeping on because you spend an awful lot of your time in life laying down. Oh, yeah. I had a grandmother that once told me one of the best investments you can make in your entire life is a good bed. I would agree. That will last you for 15 to 20 years. Granted, I think more like 8 to 10, but I just don't know what to look for. I'd like some feedback from anybody who would feel open to giving feedback. Do you mind sharing how much you spent on your current bed? I think it was about 1300 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, cause we are, well, we still have our original bed from getting married, you know, almost 16 years ago. 1953. Daggum. Mm. It's still doing okay, but it was about a $1,700 bed 16 years ago. Yeah. Th- uh, things are just not made the way they used to be. No, I know. And, and I, I, fully fully wholeheartedly agree that a bed is like so so important and then not because honestly yeah if you get good sleep your life is pretty much good for the most part it's if you hard don't to get wake good up sleep, it really messes you it's up it's hard to wake up in a good mood sometimes oh, totally when i get up and i crack and my back hurts my neck hurts i just want to lay back down and go back okay to so sleep. would you like some other thoughts yeah absolutely here's what worked for me what you do for everybody's body is different, of course. Right. Yes, physical therapy is, has helped. However, for me, which I do well, not physical therapy. I have a, a do okay. doctor of obst obstetrician, whatever it is, the one uh, that deals with your octagonology. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, I have no idea that chiropractor. I, I don't like chiropractors. On call but. it massage therapy has helped, but I think the biggest thing, honestly, the biggest thing that has helped me is to exercise my muscles. And even even Tim, my PT, has said. If your muscles are weak, your body will hurt, period, especially as you get older and especially if you're dealing with prior injuries sure. because your muscles are there to help. One of my first doctors used to say that because he would say, here's your back and I'm doing a, a little, you know, diagram with my hands here. Here's your back and you're holding a lot of weight, your lower back and everything. And if your core is not strong, then everything else takes the brunt of the weight, impact, 
poor sleeping positions, whatever the case may be. If your muscles are strong, then they're taking all of the brunt, in which case all of those other things in there that hurt mm-hmm. don't hurt as much. That's where personally I have done Pilates because it does a lot of core work, a lot of muscles that you didn't even know existed in your body and it's all posture and it's you know doing things correctly. Sure. I go to a weight room, inevitably I will get injured because I don't know how I don't know the proper posture because nobody's trained me. I go to Pilates. If you're doing anything that is not correct, they stop. That's not how it works. You're moving something that means your muscle's not ready for this or whatever. If your form is right, that means you're doing it correctly, right? Yes. That means you're strengthening the muscle. If your form you starts to You could pack on weight like none other and have poor form and it's not going to do anything for you. Exactly. And so if you are, if your form starts to go out, it's because your muscle can't handle anymore yet and or you're doing it improperly, in which mm-hmm. case you're actually doing no good in the muscle. You are hurting the rest of your body. Right. With that said, Pilates personally has helped me. I'm not saying that it's for everybody, but working out those muscles, getting them in shape on a consistent basis, stretching, stretching's huge, man. I'm not in like yoga personally, but I do know a lot of yoga stretches and I love them and I think they actually help. Yeah, I quit doing stretches after I took a desk job. Exactly. And so I think part of it is like you got to walk or bike or play bat, whatever the heck you do, you know, yeah. like you got to move. What about an inversion table? You ever used one of those? I can't. Like a teeter hang up? It would hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. With my situation, it would not be a healthy they, thing. You see him talk about how it decompresses the spine and it allows those discs and the room in between to expand. Theoretically, yes, it makes sense, but I don't know if, how they work actually. I don't know either. Why, why can't I just go to a, a playground and hang upside down on the bars? So again, or, or, okay, how good, good, quick, and cheap, right, man? <laughs> right. So right. Well, I know from the infomercials I watch, that's all they're doing is hanging upside down, I know, dude. And you know what? I'll just prob- get those uh, those ankle straps that you can relief. wrap around the bar. Yeah, but I can tell you, like, I did all those things, man. And it's like until I started really, really consistently strengthening up my muscles and my core and everything like that, and not just the core. I'm talking all the muscles. I was consistently in pain. In fact, I was playing pickleball with my parents. This is not exerting sport for that matter. Mm-hmm. I hurt my back playing pickleball because I did a sudden twist. Well, and well, it's probably a muscle that you don't use like that on a frequent basis. Yes, but also I have a propensity to weakness because of my injury and because of the fact that they screwed my nerve up. Are you going to be okay when we go golfing? Oh, yeah. And I'm going to do it carefully. But my point being is that I will always have a weakness there that others peop- other people won't. So what I talked to my PT about this and Tim was like, you know what? If that means you have to work that much harder, that means that you have to cons- you have to make your core even stronger. And he said, if you're in that kind of pain, push through healthily. Obviously, there's like good pain and there's injury pain. Strengthen the muscle. And I tell you what, if my back's hurting, if I go to Pilates, almost every single time I will come out of there feeling better because I've strengthened those muscles versus if I do nothing and rest it, it usually gets worse. Sure. So I don't know. There's something to be said about that. Um, But again, everybody's body is different. And I would highly recommend that in situations like with what you're dealing with, um, that you wouldn't do it without some kind of a supervision of somebody watching your posture and making sure you're doing it right. Because with an injury like yours, you know, you, you have a propensity to hurt yourself more because of your weakness that others won't have. Yeah. That's just the way it is, man. But you, you can be stronger than ever. I know. You could put the Hulk to shame. My man. last name's Steel. I should be the man of steel. Yeah. I'm not. I feel like kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that green thing off your neck and uh, you know, let's let's start this is just suggestions that have helped me personally. Yes, a bed helps. I started looking down for the green thing. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. You're like, what? What green what thing? thing are you talking about? <laughs> That's awesome. Everybody's affected differently. I know health is a big thing. 
getting proper yeah proper things in your body that helps your muscles to regrow proper, all yeah. that good stuff you know i mean there's so many factors um but man i tell you it uh, i understand i understand so i don't know beds though I'm, i would look on i am completely reports. open to any kind of advice any kind of feedback personal health isn't just eating right and going to the gym and working out mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that that listen to the show that probably don't go to the gym and work out mm-hmm. but you have other ways that you take care of yourself spreadsheet me let's go dude dude okay can i share this awesome story do it it's amazing do it's it. so exciting okay so i i now i'm six four and i'm skinny so everybody used to call me tree or whatever beanpole but I've put on a little bit more, you know, muscle and stuff in the years. But I will tell you this. That's what you call that? Yeah. Have you seen these? <laughs> Have you seen these things? Yeah. I'm kidding. You know, it's like squeezing a rock. So I. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm kidding. So anyway, I used to have pretty solid balance. And when somebody had come up and play when I was playing basketball, they'd hit my shoulders and they usually didn't feel very good. Then, of course, the disc ruptured and they messed me up in the surgery. And, of course, my balance went away. And so I'd get knocked over and hurt all the time. And that's been going on for almost four years. Playing basketball, I'd get hurt inevitably or I'd get knocked around. And it was just getting annoying. So you so, were like Bambi. Pretty much. Against Godzilla. A couple of weeks ago, I was floating as a guard. And there's this dude who is pretty rock solid. And, you know, when he drives up the court, he knocks people out of the way. Not intentionally. He's not. He's a really nice guy. He's not mean or anything. But he, he's strong. And at one point, you know, he's, he's pushing around the guard. Not you know, just he's moving his way in. He's muscling his way in completely legally. And I'm floating and I'm standing there and I'm, I'm getting ready to get out of the way because I don't want to get hurt. And I stopped and I went, no, I was like, Neo, no. And I like squared <laughs> up and I planted myself and he just bam charges head first right into my shoulder. Uh-huh. Literally head first. Yeah. Did you knock him out? He bounced off me, literally bounced off literally. me, literally, and then he stops and he, he literally, you know how like when Rams hit, if you've ever seen like videos yes. of, of mountain goats hitting each In other, slow motion. Yeah. And then they like step back and they kind of like look dazed and then they shake their heads it's and they exactly do it again. Exactly what he did. And I was like, are you okay? That was awesome. <laughs> like, that was awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, it's finally getting stronger and getting the balance back. That's a testament to Pilates people that have been helping me. And it was a, uh, a doctor of osteopathic medicine. So your issue is a bone issue? I don't know. No. All I know is my structure's jacked up. So what what actually happened in that injury? Like what what was the event? In the military? Yeah. That injured you. I don't want to talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. So in the military, you don't leave somebody behind. Sure. We're out doing PT. Shouldn't it's, be doing that in real life either. Right. Not that military isn't real life, sorry. Right. Outside. Right. Well, it's a whole about. different universe. I understand. Really. I understand. But it's you don't leave your battle buddy behind is sure. what they say absolutely so we're out running it's four o'clock in the morning we're pushing 14 mile run first uh-huh. thing in the morning i was in an airborne unit right yeah and one of my buddies start falling behind you know we're we're at the like mile 11 we're beat we're tired he starts falling back so i slow down to get him to catch back up with us we start running and, and we catch back up to the pack and it's dark. I couldn't see. I, I, in mid, mid run landed on like a basketball size rock and just lost it completely and blew out my right ankle. Jeez. 
completely. But you know, and that's that's not to take away, which I didn't mention before. You know, first job I had ever had, I was working as a lineman. Yeah, and I was climbing telephone poles with gaffs on my feet. I missed planting my gaff inside the telephone pole, and I fell about thirty feet, landed on my feet, and when I did that, it jarred my spine a little bit. So at eighteen years old, I was already having horrible migraines, back injury, Jeez, dude. and then to top it off with that, yeah. causing more on the back injury. Yeah, it sucks. You know, I'm currently waiting for the military to say hey, we're going to accept your ankle claim and get you taken care of. Mm. It's been almost six years. Mm. Jeez. But there's light at the end of the tunnel. There is, man. I'll just chop my foot off if yeah. they won't do anything. Just go bionic, man. Go Terminator style. I'm going to get a peg leg. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm no doctor, so I'm no expert, but it sounds to me like there is hope and it is correctable. Yeah. At least. Absolutely. So that's exciting. Well, I'm optimistic about it too. Yeah, I understand there's an issue, but I'm not going to sit and wallow about it and yeah. blame it on somebody else. I feel like there's a lot of hope. There's well, hope. There should man. be. There's, there's hope. always hope. There's always hope. Well, there you go. So that is uh, that is what's been happening here over at the Real Brian Show Studios. Yeah. All right. So no shows at all next week. We are taking the week off. We're all just going to chill. Everybody, everybody's going to chill and relax. Mm. So nothing Monday, nothing Friday. We'll be back. However, August. What is that? Seventh. I believe. Yes. All right. So we'll be back on August 7th. We're going to have a good time. And uh, boo yeah, Monday, August 7th. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to be talking about some fun stuff. And then, of course, we'll be back on our normal Friday show. Boo yeah, Cherie. So it's going to be a, a good time. And uh, you know what the music means. Man, this is like a down point. No, I'm just kidding. It's crying. It's <laughs> shame. Could, could, maybe, you know, we talked about doing like that 12 hour, uh, you know, marathon podcast gaming for benefit. Yes. Let's do that word all right have a wonderful weekend thanks for joining the two of us yeah thank you appreciate it night fox real brian signing off goodbye the real brian show is a production of 514 media at 514mediaempire.com